Welcome, and thank you for listening to Optics in Action, where we showcase leaders with vision and clarity. My name is Ryan Weiss, founder and CEO of EPS. Our team is focused on enabling companies to align people and process for increased revenue, profitability, and scalable growth while reducing the frustrations of your employees and customers. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, you can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. Let's get to our next guest. All right. Welcome back to Optics in Action, another episode. We're recording a podcast here at the Female Integrator Mastermind in Omaha, Nebraska. And I bumped into Kyle Mealy from Next Level, Mm -hmm. and he's a fractional CRO for small businesses. Exactly. And uh, so we started chatting, and I thought it'd be really interesting to have you on the podcast to talk a little bit about your background and your experience. What is a fractional CRO and all all of those types of things? We'll talk a little bit about process and people like we always do and, and understand a little bit more about what you do and who you are. So welcome to optics in action and uh love love to hear a little bit more about you kyle well thank you very much for having me i'm excited to be here fem is an incredible community and i'm just really it's fun to see these kind of people working on themselves and growing and you know that was part of my journey as i've I've, and that's why i call myself next level is i've always tried to challenge myself and achieve and then set a new goal achieve set a new goal and you know i started in like the science world with math and process and science. So, you know, I was always testing, always documenting process. And then the numbers told the story that you can't see. Um, And so I fell in love with that part. And then I got attached to some incredible leaders in small businesses. And I was the second in command or integrator for one business. And so I had math, I had leadership, and then I had to run a small business. And if everybody knows small business, what's the hardest part? It's process, people, and then sales and marketing. <laughs> so you are a perfect, you're a I, perfect I kinda, fit for multiple reasons. Kinda, I think as you and I, probably why part of the reason you and I hit it off so well is uh, my degrees are in chemistry and finance. I'm a technical <laughs> guy, right? But, but at the end of the day, what I started realizing is the importance of people in interacting with processes. Because if you have great people, but they don't have process, they get frustrated. Yeah. And if you have great process, but people don't interact with it, then it's wasted, right? It's just words on a pa- on a piece of paper. So, um, so tell me a little bit about being a fractional CRO. What is what does that mean? What the um, how how are you helping organizations in that uh, in that way? Yeah, I uh, you know I love the small business community I'm part of, whether any of the business operating systems. And I kept seeing a weakness in it is that most of these small businesses are either okay at sales and then not good at marketing or okay at marketing not good at sales in the opportunity, like the solutions out there were, were too expensive and imbalanced for what they needed. And so I said, let's stitch together sales and marketing. Let's do it at a reasonable rate and then be able to build a marketing and sales operation that doesn't need a $50,000, $100,000 budget. Like I love small businesses because we're still like making duct tape and popsicle sticks and trying to like stand out in front of our clients and make it look like the Mona Make, make things happen. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I fell in love. And that's, so that's what I do is I solve sales and marketing and make revenue and profit more predictable yeah. so that they can have confidence in taking care of their team, that they have the ability to like make that strategic investment. So that's yeah. where I live. And and so how do you do that? So when you when you identify an entrepreneur, a visionary, a founder, um, and uh, 
and you kind of take them on this journey yep. of improving their sales and marketing process and bringing those things together. What do you have some steps that you take people through typically? How does that, how does that look for you? Yeah, I, I have a method. It's very simple. It's simplify because what I have found is in this you know, zero to 3 million, most of the entrepreneurs that I, I love and, and adore and work with, they figure out something, they figure out something that works and they figure out a way to sell it themselves but it's usually some amalgamation of a bunch of different versions that is kind of messy in there. They still haven't like made it something that's clear and simple and scalable. Yeah. So and I, we, part of it is we have to figure, figure out, out, we have to figure out as, as a founder, right? A founder has to figure out how to make money, yeah. right? Or how to, well, let me, let me start with it. A founder has to figure out how to bring in revenue, mm -hmm. how to service those clients that they brought, that they're bringing revenue in for, at a cost that's less than the revenue so that the, right so all the hats that a founder wears at that in that startup phase you're talking about the zero to three million there's there's a lot going on there and and uh and i think a lot of us fall into the trap of um the client asks us can you do this and we say well of course we can right can you do that of course we can because you got the number right? in your head of, and, i gotta uh, go more money than i bring it in that, so that's right yes. so this is this is the balance and then getting to a point as the business evolves say all right now i'm going to flip the switch a little bit and say i've got a system and the system's working yeah. i need to focus all of my energy on that i'm going to focus my marketing my sales my efforts my operations you know, everybody focused on one thing and uh, and that's a, just a natural evolution for for small businesses so uh, all right so, so you're taking people through this journey so simplify measure right most small businesses aren't fully measuring or going to depth of measurement and then margin that's we we when the founder kind of steps away, they have this system. What does it actually cost to run? Because there's so much crossing, there's so many hats wearing. So you have to like delineate what we're actually spending and what we're actually making, because it's that gap is where your marketing and your sales budget lives. And so we want to make sure that the margin's good so we have room to spend and spend well, because we're not in a game where we can overspend one month in the yeah, small business because yeah. that's payroll. Um, and so what I'll do with them is I understand that sales and marketing by their very oh, nature are really hard to process. Mm -hmm. Salespeople don't always follow process, but that's <laughs> something that makes them special. At so salespeople are artists, right? Yeah, the <laughs> machine operators are artists. Everybody wants to be an artist in their own way, but, but getting a cohesive system to get everybody working together. Yeah. Yeah. So I build a sandbox is, okay. is how I think of it. Uh, it's a numbers based sandbox. And I put sales and marketing because, again, we're all wearing a lot of different hats, right? The marketing coordinator of most small businesses does more than just marketing coordinator. Uh, you know, the VP of sales is, is juggling marketing, too. Um, and so if you build a sandbox and the sandbox is very clear definitions of what good is, like what our strategy is, we're going to, you know, target XYZ client. We're going to you know, have this message and we're going to do it at scale. And we're going to make it simple, like, OK, that's the sandbox. And we can only spend XYZ to do that. What I found is that that's when you let your creative people, your marketing people, your salespeople, because I think salespeople are creative. They have to be fast. They thinkers. have to be. They yeah. have to have high EQ. And I found that a lot of salespeople are really good at marketing. They're just good at one to one. Yeah. And so if I create a framework where we're all kind of speaking the same language, just marketing is one to many and sales is one to one. Um, and we know what the scorecard is. We know what winning is. Really cool things happen. And and so that is actually the process. It's just a framework of, upon which we build within. And so that's 
I know that's the yeah. secret sauce. Yeah. What's what's the biggest frustration that you find or pain that you find that small business owners have um, as they're going through this process, as they're trying to figure it all out? What's the biggest frustration or pain that you maybe help them uncover, clarify, articulate? Wait, what's, what's that biggest pain that... Uh, I think they've got so good at selling it their way, whatever it is their way, and they know how well the product can work, and they've seen it work so many different ways that that there's this like chaos of like, well, what is it now? They have this mental image that you know is so curated by their own work to get it to a point. Now it's got to be in a way that other people can consume and understand quickly without the owner being able to like, oh, well, in this moment it's like this. They, they have to pull it back to simple. Yeah. And that is a really tough unwinding process. I find. Yeah. That's the gap between one and three million. Yeah. So you, you sort of touched on this earlier, but um, there's, there's the, why do you do this? Why is it so exciting to you? Why are you so passionate about this? You know, if you think about what, what drove you to start next level, what drove you to um, engage with this small business owner, the zero to three million is, is sort of your target market. Like, why is that so important to you? Why Why are you passionate about this? You know, I came from a family and I bless their hearts. They made sure there's food on the table and, and you, you protect the paycheck and you do the job and you don't, you don't work to live. Yeah. You don't live to work. You, you, you work to work live. to live. Okay. And so yeah. nine to five, come home, paycheck and, and entrepreneurial did not exist. And so I ended up sitting next to a lot of entrepreneurs in my career and, and being the right hand. And I was just I was so impressed that they were putting it all in the line. They're like, I believe in this so much that I may not take a paycheck next month. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be fine. And it happens. Yeah. Absolutely. It totally happens. <laughs> and I realized that in order to really be the kind of servant leader to them that I wanted to be, I couldn't be taking a paycheck. That was what was causing them stress, too. That's right. So I had to go do it for myself. And now I can look at them one on one and say, not only have I been on the other side working with you, now I'm on the other side of understanding exactly what pain you're going through because I've had to do this too. Yeah. Um, and so I'm passionate because it comes back to respect and it comes back to like courage. And they are so courageous and it's like they move the world. They're the ones who make really good jobs for people. And, you know, my family was, you know, had a paycheck because of an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so now I, I get to do that for others. And every time I win for an entrepreneur, they get to take care of their team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the authenticity you have around that. The, the, uh, it is to, to be an entrepreneur requires this level of dedication and, and purpose and vision and, and all of those things. And spinning all those plates can be really hard and tiring at times. But uh, but when someone has a, a, a vision to change the world in some way, right? it might even be a small part of the world, but a vision to change things. Um, it's not just showing up for a paycheck. And uh, and so recognizing that this becomes uh, can impact so many people's lives and uh, can impact so many, so many people in so many different ways. That's a, a really cool purpose that you that you found and, and started to navigate. Uh, awesome. So, well, uh, Kyle, how do people get a hold of you? How do they learn more about what you can, what they could get from Next Level? How do they get a hold of you? How do they in incorporate and uh, or become part of your system or or get uh, yeah to learn uh, more? There's a trigger event. There's something that happens in your business. You you've you've hit a wall of revenue. Um, you've hired your first salesperson. It didn't go well. Um, you, you, you're frustrated because there's no marketing strategy. If you're saying things like that, 
and you're a small business and you know if you've got something figured out, you can't escape the current gravity you're in, you call me. Yeah. Uh, or you go to my website. It's readyforthenextlevel.com. So readyforthenextlevel.com. I love yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's at the end of the core. It's if somebody, what, what I've learned is entrepreneurs will make that moment where they're like, I've had enough. I need to do something different. I need outside perspective. I, I, I've gotten as far as I can. Um, and if it's sales and marketing, I can fix that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure. So getting getting to know you, getting to meet you, running into you here at this the female integrator mastermind. We're here in Omaha, Nebraska, early November. And uh, um, it, this this was such a cool event for me. This is my first time here. I don't know about you. Have you been here before? It's my third. It's third incredible. Time. Right. So yeah, you yeah. keep coming back. Yeah, yeah. So this is my first time here. Um, in my business, I have a female integrator, Riza Aquino. I flew her here from Germany. When I heard wow. about this, uh, this is something that she needs to see, needs to be part of. And the energy and the ideas that she's taken away from the conference have been amazing. I know, you know, people might hear a little bit of background noise on the on the podcast here, but as like we're recording these with with different female leaders and male leaders, uh, just people who are passionate about making a difference in the world. I think uh, it was really a pleasure running into you, meeting you, getting to know you a little bit better. Thank you, and I appreciate it. Kyle Mealy with Next Level. Yep. And it's uh, ready for the next level.com. Did I get that right? Yep, ready for the next so level. So anyone who wants to uh, to get in touch with you to get a fractional CRO, yep. to get sales and marketing lined up and get their thoughts and processes working around that, they can uh, they can contact you, pal. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, appreciate having you here and uh, and getting to know you better. It was a pleasure. I'm glad we bumped into each other. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Optics in Action podcast. If you are interested in the podcast, we welcome you to subscribe on your preferred platform, follow us on LinkedIn, or learn more at epsoptics.com. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, you can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. This is Ryan Weiss thanking you for listening to Optics in Action.